Webster on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Joined by Casey for day number two on the books. How are we feeling so far? Can't complain. Confident? Ready to roll? Feel, uh, shock the mock today will be better for sure. Dude, here's the thing about it. You're acting like you did a bad job with shock your mock. I thought you did fine, man. Like You'd be surprised how much we've gone off the rails in the past with shock your mock. Like, there, there's nothing to hang your head about. And this isn't the, the coach and me speaking here. This is just co-host Austin Lane talking to another colleague of mine just saying, hey, it wasn't as bad as you think it was because you'd be surprised of how off the rails we can go. Speaking of off the rails, what's up, Brent? What's up? Did you do How bad at Shock Your Mock yesterday? I went and missed that segment. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. Um, I, I thought he did exactly what he had to do, honestly, to, to make the, the, you know, this segment special. And I thought he did a great job. Well, there we go. How we doing? I'm good. Yep. Well, sales call action today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. That's money. a turkey for being late on the show, by the way. That's, that? that, 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 that's three days in a row, by the way, for being late. That's a turkey where we come from. It's only Tuesday. Monday, uh, Friday, dude. I was late Friday. Oh, come on. We, we we count Fridays as well through the weekend. You got to. What, what was that? It was late Friday? I think so. so I mean, hey, I, I stopped. So what you're saying honestly. is I have a streak. You got a streak, man. That's good. Yeah. But we have to get like a, like the jar. Like the late jar. Let me put these uh, Moe's $5 yeah. bucks now, those in are, the jar. Those are only good for St. Augustine, by the way. They're they not going to work on something. Yeah. Hey, I found that out. <laughs> found that I, out. I did, too. Found that out. <laughs> Got to read the fine print. Yeah. But anyway, we'll put them all in the, bar, in the jar. Yeah, because they're like, we don't accept these. In the, come again? Excuse me? <laughs> says Moe's right on I it. I know. St. Yeah. Augustine one. That's a bummer. <laughs> Uh, bummer for you. Bummer for me, but <laughs> it is what it is. Extra it did, man. It is what it is. <laughs> but though. it was good, hopefully. It was fantastic. It's most Southwest. <laughs> uh, Brent Martineau, Austin Lane, Casey back for another day. And uh, we got more mock drafts out, of course. Oh, yeah. We we, we have the Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay three-round yeah, mock draft how about out that? now. I like uh, it. I talked to uh, Trent Balky today. How was that? It was good. Um you know, Bulky is not a guy you could tell on the – I think we'll hear from him again tomorrow, actually, too. But you could tell even a couple months back or six weeks back, whenever that – the last time he talked, um, I think we said it at the time, Urban Meyer was a lot more revealing in terms of which direction they were headed. I'm talking some two months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get this close. It's like, what do you want – what do you want to – hey, what does your draft board look like? Yeah. <laughs> like, can you give us one through ten? Yeah. Uh, so it's more philosophical stuff. But you can kind of learn the process a little bit of and what goes I mean. into it. But, but what I found interesting, you'll hear some of it uh, this week, but what I thought was interesting this year is the pro second pro days and, and this process of, uh, you know, asking guys to work out 
and do d- different drills like San Francisco apparently has been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the playbook stuff that we're now keen on because Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville, and you know it's been part of it for, for so long. And what he even said, when he's like, it's not the first time they've done second pro days. Like, it's happened in the past before. So I And, and I think that's probably the nature of this. I think playbooks have been handed out before. Mm-hmm. I think uh, guys have been asked to do certain drills for certain teams before. And I think there have been second pro days before. It just feels a little bit different this year, given the nature of everything from Zoom calls to everything else, but also elevated because we have a quarterback class. And for the first time in the history of the sport uh, and this night, we could get four quarterbacks going with the first four picks. And so everything feels a little heightened and elevated and, and especially so and admittedly so here in Jacksonville, because, you know, well, your guy is one of the quarterbacks, you know, mm-hmm. that they're going to take. So, uh, I th- yeah, we talked a little bit more about the philosophical part of that. Hayes almost in the barn. What's interesting with Bulky, he said, you know, listen, by Saturday, Sunday, we got a few more things to do. But by Saturday, Sunday, we're we're good. Like we're we're wrapped up. We we have a philosophy. We have a plan. We we know where we're going with this. It's not like we need to go back and watch more tape on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, and and by the way, he wasn't saying in, in regards to the number one pick. He was just talking about the entire draft. Sure. But I thought that was. I feel like in the past we asked that question. It's like, well, we're always going to check on, check on, check on, check on. I don't think so. I, I think they've about maxed out their Zoom calls with some players, and more than one player, by the way, he said, several players. And they've got their homework done. They've been working on this thing for about 18 months, really, a lot of these scouts. Mm-hmm. And by Saturday, Sunday, they're ready to go. If the draft was Monday, they'd be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Did we get any example? I'm trying to think of like who had a second pro day. I know he didn't give me an example. Or huh. I, my time was kind of limited. I would have yeah. liked to ask him that too. I'm trying um, to think. So maybe like I, a, with an injury. I don't know. Or I mean, yeah. it could have been a while ago. You're right. Yeah, maybe yeah. it is an but injury. Right? Maybe it's something comes back to. I, I, I it's not that far fetched. I just yeah. think. Has there ever been a time when? Mac Jones threw a couple of times. Trey Lance threw a couple of times. Justin Fields threw. I mean, three different guys have second pro days, man. For sure. I mean, I don't. I don't see that's been ever the case. I. I, yeah. I can't imagine. And again, I didn't go into detail, but he says it has happened before in terms of second pro days. Like that's not the newest of things, and it might not be the trend going forward. It might mm-hmm. just be as needed. Yeah, it begs the question if the combine would have happened this year because you know traditionally. The top-rated quarterbacks don't usually throw at the combine, um, you know, for whatever reason. Whether yeah, it's a lot just, of them have backed out of that yeah, recently. I wonder what the landscape would have looked like if the combine was actually going to go on. Like, I wonder if Trey Lance would have participated. I wonder if Mac Jones uh, and Zach Wilson would have participated. Like, one would think that you know Trevor Lawrence is all good because he understands you know where he sits and he understands that uh, he can't make any stock up at the combine. Uh, that was for his pro day that he had, where Urban Meyer was at. So he would have sat out. But I, I wonder. Like, what the what the mindset of those guys would have been yeah it's a good call i i don't know i mean we'll find out i think we'll have more of an idea of what did this year do to shape future drafts next mm-hmm. year sure you know yeah. like hey here's the deal going into last year's draft did anybody anticipate that there would be now a constant virtual element of every draft night probably mm-hmm. not Absolutely you know not. uh but in hindsight it was pulled off with success in fact some of the fans liked it there were some fun things about it. It it, it uh, mixed it up a little bit, and here we are. We're going to get kind of the both of best wor- uh, best of both worlds now, at least for this year's draft. And they'll see how that goes. Maybe we go revert back to everybody's going to be at the draft site. But I think this is what we're doing going forward now. Hey, if we can't, if you don't want to come to the draft, 
we'll get it virtually. Yeah. Uh, we'll have some fun with it, uh, even on not just Thursday night, but Friday and Saturday as well. So uh, I, I think we are continually learning about how things are going to change, keep the same. Heck, to the point that that was the first time I've been in the building, man, in Oh, you was an in-person interview? Yeah, sweet. I mean, nice. I, I hadn't been in the building. I don't even know the last time I've been in the building. Like, I've been in the press box, Yeah. you know, for the games. But I seriously can't tell you the last time I've been in the building. Does it look different? Like, uh, well, the not, to, no. not, to, not to where I've been, was going through. Like, I didn't okay. go down the rubber hallway and see. And I've seen pictures, like Josh Allen has mm-hmm. shared some new signage and stuff. Yeah. So what what's different is because I don't even go downtown a lot, is the – the road, the overpass, like we knew that had been knocked down, but now the road is has dirt on it, and that's coming to fruition mm-hmm. more than the last time I went down. Now, if you've been downtown and you've seen that in the last week, well, it's not new to you, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's it's coming along. Let's just say that. Uh, but but to that point, by the way, the building's buzzing. I mean, there are players in the building and back for this phase. You don't have to be now, mm-hmm. but some are, and you know that that's part of it. Uh, what's going on right now in the NFL right here in Jacksonville. But I think there's pretty good participation going on in Jacksonville in person. Cool. Uh, That is, even though this can be a virtual time um, as well. What I I wonder now, it's just some of the things that they've set up because of COVID. Now, you're not going to get, hopefully when all this is clear, you're not going to get tested every day. I don't see that. Mm -hmm. But there's some logistics and systems that they've put in place that might be better off. It might make things easier. Uh, I don't know what those are, but I wonder if they will continue to some degree. And we'll go back five years from now. We'll do a story and be like, oh, yeah, that was born out of the pandemic. That mm-hmm. was born out of the out of COVID-19 when they had to do this, this, and this, but they thought it was a good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about it selfishly kind of from our view, like, will we be in the locker room? Will, will that change? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the systems they have in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's how they order food, you know, yeah. where they eat, you know, all these things. I don't know what those things are, but I bet we can come back and do a story some three, five years down the road and we'll say, oh, yeah, that was born from that. That was a good idea. They they kept it over, much like we will do in our own businesses yep. right? Uh, mm-hmm. that will say, hey, maybe it's better to work two days from home and three days from the office or, or whatever it might be. So I, I think those things continue to fascinate me. I, I felt like last year. During this time, mm-hmm. when COVID was going on, it was like each and every show, we're like, okay, how is COVID impacting our world today? Mm-hmm. Well, now that it kind of feels like we've come out of this a little bit, from vaccinations and, and everything else to, to people um, trying to get back to normalcy, and I don't even really know where we stand in all that or where we'll be in three or four months, but certainly better place than we have been over the last year. Mm-hmm. We don't really talk about it much anymore, right? We just don't talk about it on a con- because sports are happening. So we don't need to say, okay, how's it impacting? Yeah, sure, the Minnesota Twins had a few games, you know, canceled sure. the last few days because of positive tests. Well, that's almost the norm now. Like, that's not surprising. That's not news. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, there were 14 other games last night in Major League Baseball. So uh, how we do look at this whole thing coming out, I think the NFL is a good indicator of it. One, because they have a ton of money and they can do whatever the heck they want. And, and two, they – are the biggest sport, biggest driver of dollars right now in American sports, and they showed that they could get through a season. So uh, I, I think all that's kind of fascinating. I just think it's a little bit empty right now. I, I don't I, think we know how that story ends. I think from you know the guys in that locker room, how the whole landscape has changed in terms of 
you know, the benefit of COVID-19 and where we're going to go going forward now is how those players, when they're not in the locker room, retain the information, whether it's a playbook, whether it's game planning for a team, because that has been different. And, and we know that has been different. Um, you know, we experienced a little bit of that when I was going through the whole lockout thing and it wasn't so much of obviously game planning because it was during the off season but you know i mean you know players would kind of talk amongst themselves and email each other back and forth talking about schemes and things like that and things that we had to work on well i think with the pandemic that took place like coaches had to improvise of all right how do i get this information to these players if they're not in the locker room and how do i explain it to the point where they understand it so when they show face in the stadium they're ready to go and we're not falling behind so i think of how players study how players learn when they're not in that stadium because keep in mind yeah you you spend a lot of time during training camp but during the season there's also a lot of film being watched you know at your house at, at the confines of of your own personal space that's going to be different, I think, of, of how those players retain the information, how those coaches get them that information. It's probably going to be, you know, probably revolutionary in terms of, hey, the, the technology is there and you can have so much information at the basically at your fingertips. Because I'm still coming from the days of you're in your playbook and, you know, print off the copies and everything like that in terms of game planning. You have more efficient ways to yeah. do things, right? Uh, so, uh, listen, that book is still open. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not done. It's not a finished product. hasn't hit the publisher just yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll figure out how that goes. Um, Trent Balky has a history with San Francisco of moving up and down in the draft a bit and being active uh, with the trades. The Jags have capital. They have 10 picks. And here's what I look at, man. They have 12 picks last year, a dozen or so free agents this year. They have a core of players like the Josh Allens of the world and players they re-signed, the Andrew Norrells, the Brandon Linder already. And they have 10 more picks. And so I I look at it two ways, and we're going to ask this question today, but what positions can they seriously upgrade? Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's it's crazy to say that off a 1-15 team, but they've already done a lot of work, and we know they're going to upgrade the quarterback position. So their answers are already to that test in front of us. But how active will they be? One of the biggest stunners of last year, no, the biggest stunner of last year's draft to me Mm -hmm. was they picked all 12 picks in the place that they had been assigned. I couldn't believe they didn't move. I I just was stunned that they didn't move. Up, back, whatever. They didn't. And to be honest with you, it was less exciting because of that, because you figure they would. Do you think they'll be active with the 10 draft picks, especially with all those right in the middle, Mm -hmm. with what could be out there, with who they might covet? Uh, I think it's one of the fascinating questions of the draft. Uh, Once you get by Trevor Lawrence, what do the Jags do with the bevy of picks that they have? So on any draft board, and especially for Urban Meyer being his first year in the league, you know, you're going to have your guys that you try to attack, right? The, the guys that you try to go for. And then there's going to be some guys in the middle of rounds where it's like, eh, maybe, you know, maybe not. We'll see what happens, right? And then there's probably going to be some guys where it's like, all right, these guys are projects, but they can kind of fit their, fit our mold, their personalities, all that stuff. I think Urban Meyer, what the goal is, his first draft class, is getting the guys that are going to fit him the best. And when we talk about the guys that fit him the best, sometimes you're going to have to risk that and give away some capital to get those guys. Because there's going to be maybe some guys with red flags that, all right, well, do we take him or do we not take Like I don't think Urban Meyer wants to play that game. 
I think Urban Meyer still in a, in, you know, in a, in a pandemic where we're not sure how training camp's going to roll and all this stuff and all these uncertainties. Urban Meyer wants to get his surefire guys, the guys that he's done the due diligence on or his people have done the due diligence on where it's like, I know for sure this guy can come in and help us contribute. No question marks. So if he's going to do that, there's going to have to be some risk of moving up to get those guys. So to answer your question, I think he's going to use some of that draft capital to trade up to ensure that the guys that he brings in in his very first draft class fit that mold of what he's trying to do not only on the field but obviously the culture off the field as well. So the kind of player he's getting is super important is what you're saying. Without a obviously doubt. you want the good player but the, sure, kind, the kind of, of player, player he's also getting is, Absolutely. is big time important to fit I mean, him. To, to me it's almost Sometimes like people throw that out the window. I mean you want a good character sure, guy. You might sure. cross off a guy with a, hell, a medical or something like that. Sure. But some people don't put as much stock into that. Well and to be fair this is a lot like college you know uh, when, when he's recruiting high schoolers like yeah you want to recruit the most talented guys but at the same time you know the, the guys that we've talked to that played for him I feel like they all kind of have a certain mindset. They all kind of fit a certain mold a little bit and I, I assume that Urban Meyer is going to use that exact same principle in evaluating that talent and that NFL draft as well. Bulky said this to me today, uh, just in from a numbers game. They have 79 players on the roster right now. They have 10 draft picks, as we know. That's 89. That gives you room to sign one undrafted free agent. Yeah, <laughs> to get well, to your roster. Now, listen, I understand. I, this team also went go. one and fifteen last year, so there's going to be some cuts. And, and we even think that that some of those dozen guys that they signed doesn't mean they're locked in to be here. Correct. Right. There are some. You, you name it, and we could guess at who they are, but I, I, I understand that, all mm-hmm. right? But it's just an interesting note mm-hmm. that they have 10 picks. It only leaves – they have to make some moves mm-hmm. <laughs> to be able to sign undrafted free agents to find a diamond in the rough like a James Robinson. Mm-hmm. So that puts it in perspective that – and it puts the thing in perspective that I, I keep saying. Mm-hmm. I, we get this question a lot on the show. Will the Jags trade back to accumulate more picks? That's a popular thing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's a good philosophy. New England Patriots have had that philosophy. I think Bulky's used that philosophy a little bit in the past with San Francisco. I think the goal of GMs at the outset is to, hey, let's see if we can get more picks, more value, especially third, fourth rounders. We can find guys there, especially if we have multiple picks. Mm. I get it. But when it comes to the Jaguars in 2021, folks, I say throw that philosophy out the window. And this is one of the reasons why. They've already had a ton of picks. They had money to sign a lot of free agents. They already have a lot of young players that they have invested in or somewhat believe in. I say go get better players. So give me seven draft picks, but you really feel good about four of them being super impact players or whatever it might be. If you have to dish away a pick and – the 33rd pick to move up to 28 because uh, you didn't pick Merrick at 25, but he's still available. So you jump it back in the first round. That's my point. Like, sure. go get that. Like, I'd rather the Jags be that team this year, not in a reckless way. I think that's more conducive to the way they have their roster set right now. I just don't think accumulating fifth and sixth and seventh round picks for this football team is helping you get incrementally better. I think getting blockbuster guys or guys that you really think can make impacts in the first round, in the second round, maybe even in the third round, that is helping your football team get markedly better. No, you're not wrong at all. But also keep this in mind, though. And I'm playing the devil's advocate a little bit here, but she'll just come with me real quick. I get what you're saying where they drafted 12 guys last year. Okay, but let's be honest. 
Urban Meyer doesn't care about where those guys are drafted last year. He doesn't care about C.J. Henderson being a first-round pick or Caleb Chase on being a first-round pick. Those weren't his guys. He had zero say on who the Jaguars took last year. I think trading Josh Oliver for what was it, a sixth, seventh round, whatever it was, that yeah. that that goes to show you that Urban Meyer doesn't care. Yeah. Okay. Because if you were still the GM that drafted or the head coach that drafted Josh Oliver, there is no way you would let him go for Absolutely. a seventh or whatever it was. There's Good no point. way because you're. I still you, don't get that. Because you're so committed to it. Well, why? Because Urban Meyer doesn't care, man. Like he, yes. All Urban Meyer has to go off of is all right. Let's see this kid's stats. How can he even oh, know he, that he, he doesn't like him? No, I, no, I hear you. <laughs> but if you want to go by stats and, and playing ability, you know he wasn't on the field. So Urban Meyer says, Josh Oliver, best of luck to you, but we'll see you later. So that goes to show you that he doesn't care about the past. And those past 12 draft picks, you know, they, I think they still have to earn their right on there. Not to say C.J. Henderson doesn't have a little more luxury because he's a first-round pick, obviously. But we got to be careful how much stake we put into saying, well, they had 12 draft picks last year. Yeah, they had 12 Dave Caldwell draft picks. They're not Urban Meyer draft picks. And they're really not Trent Balky draft picks either. No, I mean he was a part of it, but not in that sense. They're not yeah. Trent Balky draft so, picks. So yeah. look, uh, here's a. This is from like 2015 on Trent Balky. During the 2010 draft, Balky gave up a fourth rounder and move up two first round spots to select Anthony Davis. Uh, during the 2011 draft, gave up fourth and fifth round and move up 11 spots to select Colin Kaepernick. Uh, to, during 2011, sixth, seventh rounder gave up to move up 11 spots in the third round to select lineman Daniel Kilgore. Gave up a sixth round to move up eight spots in the fourth round to select Joe Looney. Looney's been was good, right? Yeah. Uh, gave up third round to move up 13 spots in the first round, select Eric Reed. Gave up a sixth round to move up six spots in the second round, select Vance McDonald. Gave up 2015 fourth rounder for Stevie Johnson. Uh, so, you know, he yeah. also did give the Jaguars <laughs> a sixth round pick for Blaine Gabbert. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but that's it. To my point, yeah. he's shown that, hey, I'll give away some of those late-round picks because I want to go get yeah. a better player in the first, second, third round. He's done that in his career. Well, at the end of the day, do I want to see him get the most talented roster possible? Absolutely. But if Urban Meyer goes, hey, we have to revamp this whole thing because we won one game last year, so let's use all our draft picks, then I'm going to trust Urban Meyer as well. Like, I'm not going to be upset if the Jaguars use all their draft picks and don't make a trade because I get what Urban Meyer is trying to do if that is the situation. Yeah, I think when you do get to a certain – my belief, I guess, in, in summary would be – I'm not quantity over quality. I think I'd rather quality over quantity, uh, especially given the the makeup of this football team right now. More stars in Jacksonville, please. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. What position, seriously, do they have to upgrade? Can they upgrade in this draft? It's coming up next. Now, the first alert forecast on ESPN 690. Becoming mostly cloudy today. A few scattered sprinkles or light showers as temperatures reach the mid-70s. Join me beginning at 5 p.m. for CBS 47 at Fox 30. Action News Jacks from the First Alert Weather Center. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish. The Weather Center is brought to you by Beards Diamonds. Don't miss the buy one, get one free on wedding bands through this Sunday. It's been six months since my wife leased her new Cadillac from Fields Auto Group, and she absolutely loves it. It's our first experience with Fields, and it's been terrific. They say you can step up to luxury for less, and we did. Not just the luxury Cadillac XT6, the car is beautiful, but the customer service is extra special, too. It was like that at Fields Cadillac Jacksonville, and it will be like that at any of the Fields locations in Jacksonville. Cadillac, of course, Jaguar, Land Rover, Lexus, Mercedes-Benz, 
and Porsche as well. Yes, it's luxury for less at all Fields Auto Group locations in Jacksonville. Plus, you'll also be part of their exclusive Fields Amenities program, where you will get complimentary loaners, car washes, and cafes. We are now part of that Fields Amenities program, and my wife tried the loaner program. It was easy and a nice added benefit. So whatever you're driving, see Fields and step up to luxury for less. Check out their locations all around Jacksonville, just like we did. You can go visit FieldsAuto.com. Hi, I'm here reporting from one of the vaccine locations, and we're asking people today why they decided to get vaccinated. Ma'am, why are you getting the vaccine? I'm getting the vaccine so that I can travel and be safe. The COVID vaccine is a safe and proven way to get our lives back to normal. This is why the Florida Division of Emergency Management partnered with local community leaders to create Vax904.com. Visit Vax904.com or call 357-0892 to get more information. Crooks R Us just put out a special bulletin about Safe Touch security. Special bulletin about Safe Touch? Oh, this is going to fire up my ulcer. I know it. Boss, the headline says Safe Touch Security has announced their new advanced video surveillance system. Oh, here it comes. Oof, this is huge. It's a multi camera, interior, and exterior professional surveillance system with 24 7 video storage. Great. Just what we need is Safe Touch up in their game again. Boss, this is next level. I think Fort Knox would be jealous of this thing. Oh, deep breaths. They can keep their fancy camera system. It doesn't change the Crooks of Us Golden Rule one bit. Stay away from Safe Touch houses. Nope, doesn't change it, but it sure underlines it. Just get me a glass of milk, will you? Crooks, know to stay away from Safe Touch houses. Hi, I'm Lester Jackson, president of Safe Touch Security Systems. No one beats our technology or our price. Call Safe Touch today at 888-723-8682 or go to safetouch.com. State license number EF233. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Find just what you're looking for at Arlington Toyota. With over 700 new Toyotas available, Arlington has the model you want, with the features you want, at the price you want. And with every new Toyota purchase, you get Arlington's worry-free 30-day exchange policy and a lifetime powertrain warranty with unlimited time and unlimited miles. Shop ArlingtonToyota.com or in person at 10939 Atlantic Boulevard. April is Financial Literacy Month. Most people can't afford a surprise $500 expense. So the best thing you can do for yourself and your families is to create an emergency fund in a separate bank account. You should try to sock away at least three to six months of expenses before you start thinking about big purchases or investing. It literally will save your life one day. This is brought to you by One to One Financial, Jacksonville's hometown credit union. Get more great financial tips at 121FCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm attorney Robert Rubenstein, and this is Rubenstein's Rules for Personal Injury. Rule number two, beware of strangers. If you've been in an accident and a stranger contacts you to get your case, watch out. They're breaking the law. These crooks knock on your door, send you text messages, and even go into your hospital room uninvited. They work for shady clinics and lawyers who want the insurance proceeds for themselves. Don't hire them. Report them. Call Rubenstein Law at 1-800-FL-LEGAL. Offices in Jacksonville and throughout Florida. This is Greeny with Mike Greenberg. 
Russell Wilson's agent on the record gave Shefty four teams Russell Wilson would like to play for. That is an important distinction in this conversation. Weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and watch exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. Austin Lane. The beer that made Milwaukee famous. Giannis Antetokounmpo, big sign, the deer that made Milwaukee famous. Brent Martineau. I can buy that. Yeah, okay. So I'm, so I'm throwing out there. I can definitely buy that. Hashtag and trademark. So if somebody tries to steal it, I'm suing you. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I trade back. I mean, if, it's, if that's where you want to go, you trade back. And maybe it's New England trading up from 15 to go get a quarterback. But I, I, I would I would love to trade back if I'm Dallas. But you can't take one at 10. I mean, I, it only makes sense to take a corner where they're, they're sitting currently. Patrick Sertan would make the most sense coming out of Alabama. That is Todd McShay. We'll get to him and Mel Kuyper. They're alternating three. Join forces for this one. Round mock draft. Shock their mock. Mm. Got a lot of shock your mocks in today. Did you see that? Like, uh, you talking about like uh, the mentions on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot of times people just send them to you. It's the same people, though. Like, oh, it is? I mean, Dr. Duval. Oh, with he's, all, with oh all that's respect, what happened. Man. I didn't notice that. Sent a couple I've, of them. I've already shocked your mock. Your t-shirt will be coming momentarily. Please bear with us. Did we we did do his? Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, uh, the sticks. I gotta reach X, out. Xxx, X, remember? Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. actually direct message him right now during the show, so I make sure I get his size and his address. I like it. Customer service department working overtime. Boom. How about that? I like it. Uh, Dallas Cowboys have you? You know, I know the Jaguars have helped you create, and they're. Fans and their mock drafters have helped create the Pat Fryermuth fun fact section of the show. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. I got to believe in Dallas. They've, like, wondered if Patrick Sertain already has a house there. Because <laughs> outside of Trevor Lawrence, I haven't seen somebody mock to a certain team more. Yeah. I guess Zach Wilson would fit, too. But yeah. But even that didn't start that way. Sertain has been to, like, yeah. to Dallas in every mock draft I can find, it feels like. Yep. You know, and which means I don't think he's going there. No, I, I mean some things are are too good to be true, but obviously, if you're Jerry Jones and you're the Cowboys fan, you you know you might have listened to the show, you might have believed in Trevon Diggs, even though I said pick Christian Fulton instead. Brent went against my wishes. He drafted Trevon Diggs in the first round of the Gold Coingo mock draft last year. Can't wait to see who he picks this year on the which one is it? It's the KJZ. KJZ. I, it started show. this morning. Did you do it already? I did it this morning. We okay? Well, yeah, Mac Jones. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I absolutely knew it. Yeah, no, yeah. Come I mean, on. got to go with the hometown guy. Brent? Brent? Listen, I took exception to that Trevor Lawrence Sports Illustrated article. Brent, I'm, oh, I bet you did. I'm going to tell you right now, and I, I know we're joking. Like, Listen, I, I saw I know about you, Trevor. I'm just saying, if I, you didn't take Trevor Lawrence number one, because once again, keep in mind, you're not picking just for you. You're picking for the show. You're picking for our brand. If you pick Mac Jones over Trevor Lawrence, it's going to be a walkout. Casey, you're coming with me too. All right? It's going to be a walkout. And, and Brent can push buttons by himself. Did you take Trevor Lawrence? We'll have to see. You, will you sign some kind of contract where you can't like say who you said? Okay, that's fine. We'll play it. Okay. Hopefully. Okay. It's, it's Trevor it aired Lawrence. today. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Well, hey, What's the show again? 
Well, I mean, no, I didn't see any brand. I didn't see any. I know. I, I actually was surprised, too. They reached out about? to me to do it. Yeah. And I actually did it like on TV, like down the TV studio because they wanted a video element to it. Yeah. And so the one fancy. thing they didn't say is they didn't tell me when it was airing. Sure. And so I got my, my buddy Rich up in New York said, hey, I heard you this morning, you know, on, on the show picking. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I guess it started. Okay. So then tell, I mean, and by the way, if it's already official, I am already, I am already in the running for leadoff hitter of the year. <laughs> right? I mean, because quite frankly, I think I'm going to be one for one. Okay. Okay. So you, you pick Trevor. I mean, you might as well announce it now if it, if it already aired. We're going to try to find the clip and All right. keep you like, find the clip. being nervous for a little bit. Yeah, you picked Trevor Lawrence. Did a lot of work on Zach Wilson over the last few days. Twenty, I bet you did. I'm telling you right now, 25, I'm nervous about that. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely petrified I mean, about 25. Who'd be bigger hit out at the beach bars, Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson? <laughs> uh, Trevor Lawrence and his brother or just Trevor Lawrence himself? <laughs> yeah, just Trevor Lawrence. Okay, just Trevor Lawrence and probably Zach Wilson. But if you throw the brother, hey, if it's a two-for-one deal, I'm thinking Trevor Lawrence and family all day. All right. <laughs> uh, which positions do the Jaguars need to upgrade? So yes. if you're looking at all these draft picks, yeah, tight end, let's take it off the books. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> tight end. Got any more brain busters, Brent? Yeah. We all agree. Yes. But what seriously else could – is safety yes. as big an upgradable position as we're making it out to be because Merrick might be available? And sure, you could do it. I would probably qualify that as, yeah, I think that's an upgradable position. It's an absolutely upgradable position. You know, the, the safety is always the unsung hero of the secondary. But anytime that you can find a, a game-changing safety, that makes your defense so dynamic. And what we're talking about right now, a 3-4 defense, at least a 3-4 base defense being implemented this year by Joe Collin, that makes the safety position even more important. Because if you're going to throw wrinkles out there and try to confuse, you know, offensive lines and the quarterback and all this stuff, you're going to ask the safety to do a lot of stuff from the free safety position. And I just think of like I've mentioned him before, Eric Berry from Kansas City. He was literally, you know, he was a jack of all trades. So he's really the king of all trades because yeah. everything that he did, he was fantastic at. Feels and like that's all those what the guys Jacksonville that Jaguars need. Yeah, pretty right? much. I mean, I mean like, the special even ones. Merrick, Merrick, I think. They say you could line up like in four different spots. Well, and, and that's why it's important, right? Right. If you're running a 3-4 defense and you're going against a, a legit tight end like a Travis Kelsey, you want to feel comfortable putting Merrick on him one-on-one -on -one and having some help in the back end. Like, that's what you need with a bona fide safety. Now, they're, they're hard to find, right? They're, they're, they're definitely a rare breed, like any really great position, but definitely safety is one that can be upgraded. Now, you're fine with Jared Wilson. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's suitable, but you can definitely upgrade from him. Let's stay on defense. Uh, pass rush, can they upgrade? Absolutely, because you always need depth from the pass rush position. So whether and maybe it's a even upgrade over Chase on, we don't oh, of know course. on Chase. No, of course, we don't know about Chase on right now. But even you know, even if Chase on is the bona fide starter going forward, there's nothing wrong with having another guy that's his size in some kind of pass rush package. So yes, I think uh, Edge is definitely upgradable. Okay, so three technique is obviously upgradable. So here's what you have in the middle uh, in your defensive line: Devon Hamilton, Taven Bryan, Jihad Ward. Uh, who else do I got? Who else do I got? Dewan Smoot, Malcolm Brown, Doug Costin, uh, Adam Gotsis, Daniel Ross they've added. So yes. here's the question now. Yes, it's an upgradable position. Mm -hmm. Is there upgradable talent in the draft? That would be the question a lot of people would ask. I've been reading a lot of things that say 
this is a bad draft with defensive tackle. Sure. And so you have to ask yourself, is Christian Barmore a better option than some of these guys, right? Mm-hmm. That's the question you got to ask. I think the answer is a little bit more murky than people think. But on the roster, yes, I would say you can upgrade that position. But then I would ask, can you do that in this draft? Hmm, I'm not so sure. Yeah, That's I get why what you're saying. Free agency. No, I get what you're saying, but I, I could have swore last year people were talking about how deep like the, the cornerback class was last year. How are the cornerbacks doing this year? It, you overall, know what I'm saying? Overall, in the class, yeah, in the class, yeah. Yeah, you know? Okuda was a disappointment, yeah. right? Yeah, CJ Anderson so, hardly played. Yeah, um, so uh, I, I get what you're saying there. Uh, you know, I think that. If you can, I think Christian Barmore is really the, the outlier here. I, I think he's the one guy that maybe you could come in and bring as a starter right away. Because keep in mind, like I get the the final roster is not set yet. You see a lot of depth, but can Gotsis be the starter? Right? Can Hamilton be like there, there's a there's just question marks right now. Yeah, and once again, if you bring in Barmore, that's a question mark as well. But I still think knowing what I know about defensive line, it's still upgradable. Yeah, this is not me saying, hey, the Jags are all set at defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I I just think they've already had so much movement there. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder if they're going there, number one. And, again, what's available? And I, I think right now, like, Barmore, like you, you said the other day, was it uh, Davion Nixon? You're like, yeah, that's not really a fit, right? Yeah. Like, you, you didn't like that fit. Yeah. So you that run, high, especially. You, you run into those kind of questions. Whether I, I Listen, I do think they will take a defensive tackle somewhere along the way. I, I just don't know if they're going to feel great about whatever defensive tackle they take. Uh, because of the, the lack of talent it appears to be in the draft. Linebacker, there's some options at linebacker now, especially From in my, the later, latter yeah. end of the first ha- uh, first round. You're talking about the middle linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just, and, and the Jags, but the Jags, the Jags were invested at linebacker. Mm-hmm. But what you have to say is can they upgrade, and Schobert would be the target. Remember now, they just brought in Damian Wilson from Kansas City. And did they do that because they have questions about Schobert? We're still curious about that. There's still a question mark there, whether he's brought in to replace Schobert or is he going to help Caleb on chase on in the run game and take his spot in the run game possibly mm-hmm. out of base? Um, that's a possibility. I mean, it's definitely upgradable. But, you know, I kind of echo what, what Joe Collins said a little bit. Is Joe Schobert built to play a 3-4 inside linebacker? Well, his size would say probably not because he's, he's on the smaller side. Traditionally, a 3-4 inside linebacker, you want a, a little bit of a bigger guy. But at the same time, and I'm reminded of this guy by the name of Derek Johnson out of Kansas City, he's one at the time one of the best middle linebackers in a 3-4 defense. And he wasn't the biggest guy, but he had the smarts. He had the smarts, and he had the command to get guys get guys lined up where they needed to be. I think Joe Schobert can definitely benefit from both those things. And knowing what Joe Collins said about this defense, where he's going he's gonna to put his players in position to succeed, well, I think Joe Schobert's a good football player. Now I get it. Last year, I think he, you know, he he, he had some mistakes, and, and we saw those wholeheartedly in coverage. But I still think he's a good football player, and I think that if you put him in positions to succeed, he can do that. I think Joe Cullen, if he believes in Joe Schobert, can do that. So is it upgradable? Yeah, but it's not a priority to me. Yeah, I, I hope he's a pretty good football player because it'd be a lot of money spent on a guy that's not very good. Well, that's happened before on this team, uh, right? It has. Uh, I cornerback man. I don't know if I. You could go get depth, but I like Shaquille Griffin, C.J. Anderson. I don't really see much that you're going to be able to do. I mean, why would you do it, right? It, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. You're already invested there unless you got problems with Henderson behind the scenes that we don't know. Are you putting Herndon at the slot? I think so, yes. Okay. I am right now. Now, you could do that, but that also – you're not going to get a late first-round guy or early second-round guy in the slot most likely. 
No, no. Although well, Miami did it now last year. Correct. Uh, with the Auburn Auburn kid, right? Yeah. Was it last year? Or maybe it was two years ago. No, that now. was last year. Okay, that was last year. Uh, so, maybe I mean maybe you can. Yeah. Like um, there might be like an Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. Down that end, do you, if he's on the board, I mean, do you like him? I mean, I think uh, I'm going to trust in Trey Herndon this year. I think that if you take a corner at that 25th pick, I'm going to be a little disappointed because it seems a little more like a luxury, kind of like it felt like for Miami last year a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're kind of wondering, but then they were locked down guys for them. They solidified yeah, that thing pretty good, well, right? There was injuries, though, because I forgot. I think the, the Auburn guy got hurt a little. I mean, they were rotating in and out. Um I'm not going to say it's upgradable right now. I think there's other needs to be had. Here's a little bit of it, too, Austin, for me is, like, they got guys that I don't know much about. They drafted. I want to kind of see what they're about a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we know what Josiah Scott is? Isn't all, he supposed yeah. to be that guy? Well, all like, I know about Daniel him is Thomas? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like not, not as a corner or something. I'm just saying even the safety spot. Like, mm-hmm. they got to find out who these guys – they did invest in them. I, I understand they weren't Urban's picks, mm-hmm. but they did invest with them. You might as well see what they have. Like, let's hope one of those guys is pretty good. I thought yep. Daniel Thomas actually showed some moments there, he and did. then he got hurt, and mm-hmm. so we didn't see enough of him. Uh, offensively, real quick, they can upgrade the running back position in terms of depth and versatility and style. I'll say this. They can upgrade the third down back position. Yeah. yeah. Uh, receiver, I don't think they're going to – I don't know if – can you upgrade the whole unit if you add somebody else in the second round or if you added a Tony? Because they got Marvin, they got LaVisca Chenault, they've got DJ Chark, they have a cup Philip Dorsett in there, Colin Johnson. I guess I would still say yes. If, if they added a Tony or a second-round receiver that you might like a Bateman, or, yeah. I would say, yeah, I think they can upgrade that spot. I think they can as well. See, it, it's different to me because I look at LaVisca Chanel and I say, that's your gadget guy. You know, that's the guy you can put a lot of spots. But then I also see, like, guys like, you know, Tony or somebody like that, um, where it's – or Rondell Moore, and it's like, well, he's also a gadget guy, but he's a slot guy. Like, do the Jaguars truly have that speed still out of the slot? Yeah. I don't think so. So that can it can definitely be upgraded from that position. Well, let's be honest, okay? They were 1-15. in 15. There's a lot of upgradable positions, but part of this conversation is, okay, when are they playing then, mm-hmm. right? Are they that much of an upgrade instantaneously to take somebody's starting job? And we've gone through this over the last few months. There's not a lot of those that you feel like, oh, yeah, definitely. I don't want DJ Chark playing. This guy's better. Hey, I got to say that at the receiver. I want to yeah. see what LaVisca Chenault can do. Yeah, I want to yeah. see what Marvin Jones can do. Quite frankly, I want to see what Colin Johnson can do some more. And we'll see. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. ESPN 690. Sports Interrupted. Happy Tuesday. I'm Jake Mitchell. After a 16-year career full of ups and downs that includes wins, losses, and an injury that not only almost cost him his leg, but his life, the former number one overall draft pick Alex Smith has decided to call it a career. But before he walked away, he almost ended up here. Here's Alex Smith. I took a trip to Jacksonville um, and, and checked it out, and I left there so excited about what Coach Meyer uh, has going and what he's building and his vision and the culture that he's going to bring, you know, even though it was uh, nearly 20 years ago that, that, that I played for him in college, he still has that fire. And in a surprise move, Kobe Bryant's widow, Vanessa Bryant, decided not to renew his estate's relationship with Nike. She says she wants his shoes to be more accessible to more ages and have less limits of runs of shoes. The Sports Center update is brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. Morgan & Morgan, for the people. The Max Kellerman Show. The Nets 
started out the season without James Harden, who's their second best player, and then have played recently without Kevin Durant, who's their best player. Also, when Kyrie joined the team, he and Harden had to figure things out. There was an adjustment period. And so the Nets' record does not reflect their entire record, does not reflect the team they've become. The Max Kellerman Show, weekdays at 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Watch exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. We should always be looking at our finances, but 2020 made my family take an even closer look, a bit more of a deeper dive, and it might have done the same for you, even into the world of retirement. Although that's a bit down the road for me, it might be closer for you, and your plan should already be under a microscope, and you have to lean on the experts to help guide the right plan. My friend Mike Lester with Talent Wealth Management is the perfect partner. He will provide a complimentary analysis and a plan for you. Call him at 904-515-5000 or visit Guarding Your Nest Egg Com. That's 904-515-5000 or guardingyournestegg.com. Mike will give you the guidance you need as retirement gets closer. He can help you convert company plans to private plans, a move that might give you higher returns and more options. You've earned the money. Now make sure you are ready for whenever retirement will be. Call Mike Lester at Talent Wealth Management, 904-515-5000. That's 904-515-5000. Or visit guardingyournestegg.com. I should have my kid tell you about Jumpin' Jack's House of Food. It's Ty's favorite burger in town. Make it one of your favorites as well. Jumpin' Jack's House of Food has three locations now, Atlantic Beach, Mandarin, and downtown Jacksonville. Change your life burgers. But they have salads, pizza, and much more on the menu, too. Let Jumpin' Jack's Jack's House of Food be your great neighbor. Lunch or dinner with the family, or they will cater parties from two to 500 people. Jumpin' Jack's, HOF.com for online ordering. Jumpin' Jack's House of Food, open seven days a week. Hello, you have reached the Crooks Arrest training helpline for all you newbies out there. Where staying away from safe touch houses is not just a motto. It's a golden rule. Correct. Today, we'll point out the differences in video surveillance systems. First, the ding-dong doorbell camera. Simple, easy to install, and easy to hack. Yep, you know the news stories about hackers and employees hacking into those do-it-yourself video cameras. But not with SafeTouch. Right, SafeTouch has multiple safeguards, including encrypted technology, which protects it from hackers. Plus, now SafeTouch offers advanced video surveillance systems with interior, exterior, and 24-7 video storage. Just one more reason we always stick to the Crooks or Us golden rule. Stay, Stay away, away from, from SafeTouch houses. houses. Tattoo that on your brain, newbie. <laughs> Crooks, know to stay away from Safe Touch houses. Hi, I'm Lester Jackson, president of Safe Touch Security Systems. No one beats our technology or our price. Call Safe Touch today at 888-723-8682 or go to safetouch.com. State license number EF233. Vacations are coming back, so before you hit the road, get your vehicle checked out by the pros at Honda of the Avenues. Honda of the Avenues Service Department continues to get five stars for their certified technicians using certified parts. The new Express Service Center is now open, so stop by if you need an oil change, tires, battery, wiper blades, or if you need any repairs to your vehicle. Awarded the 2021 Dealer Raider Consumer Satisfaction Award. Honda of the Avenues. Easy to find on Phillips Highway south of 295 or at HondaOfTheAvenues.com. The Honda Giant. An essential part of starting and running a business is managing cash flow. This involves not just generating sales revenue, but also securing financing, handling expenses, and ensuring there is working capital in order to reinvest. At SCORE, we offer advice and can direct you to resources to help address these issues. Since 1964, SCORE has helped more than 11 million entrepreneurs and small business owners. We provide free one-on-one mentoring, a library of online information, and a series of timely webinars. Go to jacksonville.score.org to see how we can assist you today. 
It's Good Morning at Moe's in St. Augustine only at 312 and US 1. It's the only Moe's in the country serving breakfast burritos. Full breakfast menu only at the St. Augustine location. Made to order food in the drive-thru. Hot, fresh breakfast on the go. Make it a better morning with Moe's Southwest Grill. Start your days with a home record breakfast burrito. St. Augustine location only. Serve daily at 6 a.m. Moe's is ready to serve you breakfast. Make it a better morning with Moe's. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Max. I can't wake up and say, you know what? I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. That's that's not where I am. I am right where I want to be. The Max Kellerman Show. Weekdays at 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Watch exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. You're going to find out who I picked on the Keyshawn J. Zubin mock draft. KJZ. I wonder if they're going to call me back for pick 25. Don't know that yet, but I did such a good job pick number one. They probably will. Wouldn't you? I'm did, nervous. Did a little video element as well. Jags fans, you can win a chance to meet the pick courtesy of TIAA Bank. Just visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick to register each day through draft night. No purchase required to enter a win. For eligibility and other details, see the official rules at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. The countdown is on. David Garrard, days away from the NFL draft here in Jacksonville. That is nine, by the way. What jersey? Yeah, it's not like I played with him, Brent. David Garrard. I, I guess they're talking to the fans. They're talking to me. Yeah, if, yeah I got if, you. If I asked you, this would be a great uh-huh. trivia thing. Like, okay, what number is Hit me with it. so-and-so? Yep. Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking of it. Uh, what Dar- John what Chick. Daryl Smith. 52. Very good. Ooh, John Chick. Go, go. I think 97. I got 97. Good. That's what I was thinking, too. Ooh. You okay over there? I had too much pizza. Yeah, we're All good. Right. Well, let's listen to my mock draft pick while you digest your food. Let's get it, man. With the first pick in the 2021 KJZ mock draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence. It's no longer Jacksonville, it's Trevor Town. Why? Because he checks every box that exists and everybody else thinks the Jaguars should take him as well. It's a done deal. Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville. And maybe by three weeks into the regular season, he becomes one of the best quarterbacks in Jaguars history. Trevor Lawrence, number 16 for Clemson University, 6'6", 220 pounds, led Clemson to a national championship as a freshman, beating Alabama 44-16. Great athlete, great size. He reminds me of a cross between Vinny Testaverde and Andrew Luck. 90 career touchdown passes, and he rushed for 943 yards. He's going to come in and be a day one starter. He's an impact player. He can make all the throws, very accurate, strong arm, great anticipation. I think he's going to be a frontline starter for years to come. That's an interesting cross-pollination of quarterbacks, I'll tell you that. That's our front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, by the way, providing his analysis, key your analysis of this pick. I think Mike is right. He, he does have the athletic ability of Vinny Testaverde, the size of Vinny and Andrew Luck. But when I look at this pick, this is a big pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You go all the way to Mark Brunel. is really the only quarterback that they had that you go, hmm, 
with Mark Brunel had a great career. They traded to get Mark Brunel. But when you look at the other guys that they drafted in the first round, whether it was Blaine Gabbert, whether it was Blake Bortles or even uh, Byron Leftwich, yeah. all of them kind of had small moments as a Jaguar quarterback, but nowhere near the pressure that's going to be placed on Trevor Lawrence with the number one overall pick. There's no doubt about it. And Byron Leftwich is elsewhere in Florida right now. And from what I recall, he's doing a pretty good job pretty at his good. current game. Oh, Blaine Gabbert's there with him as well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, Show the Blaine Byron, a little respect. Byron and Blaine all together. Yeah. Uh, if Blake Bortles goes and backs up Tom Brady next. Uh, uh, actually, is Gabbert still there? It's a good call. I think I just saw they re-signed like Ryan Griffin. Did I see that correctly? I'm not sure. Is that who else was on their quarterback roster? I believe it was. But anyway, hey, come on. That wasn't even that much fun. There's no drama. It's easy, man. Number one, we've been saying this since the middle of December. So easy for you. I had the easiest pick of all time. (laughs) I couldn't even get ridiculed. I like the criticism. But wait, you got 25 coming up, so there's plenty of chances to make mistakes. I know, but now I'm going to have to probably go outside the box just because selfishly I want somebody to criticize me. I can't be this perfect. I have a a feeling 25 is going to be outside the box regardless because I don't don't think Merrick is going to make it to 25. So you're going to ask yourself the question, do you go interior defensive line? Do you go wide receiver? I have a really good feeling right now, even if Merrick's on the board, I'm not taking him. Cool, man. Cool. It's just now, though. I mean, I got We time. have to do the well, – we got to do the whole draft day scenario again. Where, where I write down the top three guys I think you're going to take oh, yeah, and yeah. the top three guys that I want you to take because last year, obviously, that but blew up my face. But you missed on all six. Did, you never said I was taking Trevon Diggs. No, I never said taking Trevon. You Diggs. didn't even think I was going to take Trevon. No, and I had CD, that's how bad of a pick. I had CD Lamb at number one yeah. and Caleb on Chase at number two before me. I know, I, I know. They so, stole my so, CD Lamb. I know. So then we I had, were on the same page. So then I had Caleb on Chase on then. That's right. Yeah. Wait, are you sure that in the no the Cowboys okay. last year picked ahead of me and took CD Lamb because the way they did it, they did it in like an hour live. Yeah, right? yeah. And so like we came on live. And, and I was picked 20. Yep. And so the Cowboys went 17. So that was the day. They did four picks at a time. Mm-hmm. So 17, 18, 19, 20. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard that. And kind of you could assume that you they might take him. Yeah. And so we had to have a backup plan. My backup plan was Trevon Dix. When do you pick 25? With the Cowboys, ironically. I know, right? <laughs> Who do you pick uh, at, at 25? Like when do you pick 25? You know? I'm not sure how many they're okay. doing today. I got I'll have to check. check Whenever they ask, they might not ask me. Yeah. They might call you. Yeah, I'm all set, man. It's not my style. <laughs> got this. We'll be back. Four this. o'clock hour coming up. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. What the heck is going on in the soccer world? Like, have you been following? What does this mean? Nothing. It's it's exactly the same as it was before now all of a sudden. <laughs> we we reacted for nothing. Uh, that stinks. We'll be yeah. back. Do you know a child who is deaf, hard of hearing, blind, or visually impaired? The Florida School for the Deaf and Blind in St. Augustine is a fully accredited, tuition-free, state public school that gives children an edge for a lifetime of success. FSDB is nationally recognized for its educational services designed for students' unique communication and accessibility needs. Eligible pre-K and kindergarten through 12th grade students benefit from small class sizes, advanced technology, and various recreation, extracurricular, and performing arts activities. Transportation and boarding services are free to any eligible deaf or blind student kindergarten through high school, no matter where the student lives in Florida. My name is Trent Ferguson, and I'm a proud graduate of this wonderful school. This place changes lives. To learn more information or to apply for enrollment, call 800-344-3737 or log on to www.fsdbk12.org.
Smoked for hours, served in minutes. Now that sounds like good barbecue, and it is at Willie Jewels in St. Augustine at Mirabella Crossing. Open seven days a week. It's old school barbecue. Trivia night on Monday. Kids eat free on Wednesdays. Check out the Willie Jewels app and catering for all of your events. Visit WillieJewels.com and visit Willie Jewels at Mirabella Crossing in St. Augustine. Old school barbecue, smoked for hours, served in minutes at Willie Jewels. Hi, I'm here reporting from one of the vaccine locations, and we're asking people today why they decided to get vaccinated. Sir, why are you getting the vaccine? Why am I getting the vaccine? Because I want to go to a concert with my friends in a full arena. The COVID vaccine is a safe and proven way to get our lives back to normal. This is why the Florida Division of Emergency Management partnered with local community leaders to create Vax904.com. Visit Vax904.com or call 357-0892 to get more information. It is the home of the Action Sports Shacks Dream 18 and make it your home course as well. The Golf Club at Southampton in North St. Johns County, located off County Road 210. It's family owned and operated. Southampton is a fun fun course to play and the golf club at southampton offers club membership programs starting at just 79 dollars. with its elite practice facilities and player friendly golf course design it'll be your gateway to a great time with the family or with your buddies for information on the membership programs call the golf club at southampton 904-287-PLAY again it's 904-287-PLAY no matter what you are driving you can step up to luxury now at any of the fields auto group dealerships in jacksonville cadillac jaguar land rover lexus Mercedes-Benz, and Porsche. Yes, it's luxury for less at all Fields Auto Group locations in Jacksonville. Plus, you'll also be part of their exclusive Fields Amenities Program, where you will get complimentary loaners, car washes, and cafes. So whatever you're driving, see Fields first and step up to luxury for less during this amazing opportunity. Visit FieldsAuto.com. Where else can you get lunch and brunch and booze and specials? Only one place at Colhane's Irish Pub at Atlantic Beach and on the south side. It's as Irish as you can get. Owned by four Irish sisters. Yeah, they've got fish and chips. Of course, shepherd's pie. Go today for lunch or dinner. Eat in, order out. Colhane'sIrishPub.com for the full menu. And try the new Five Sisters Vodka at happy hour. Lunch and brunch and booze and specials and so much more. Two locations, Atlantic Beach and the south side. Colhane's Irish Pub, Irish Saturday with five-star class. It's time for some straight talk. Sure, saving money feels good, but cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like walk-off home run in the ninth inning kind of good. Okay, maybe not that good, but pretty darn good. With straight talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys. Plus, no contract. All in America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot when you can pay half? Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Is your car no longer stopping like it used to? Don't miss out on spring brake deals at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies you need to do the job right the first time. You'll find great deals on brake pads and rotors, fluids, degreasers, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit...